Hello and a big welcome to Lionhearted Marketing. This is the podcast where bold businesses learn to evolve from haphazard marketing to creating seamless evergreen customer journeys. If you've shifted away from the exhausting cycle of big launches to the more sustainable rhythm of an evergreen sales model, but are now finding that audience growth has become your new issue, I'm here to help. Here, we are not about chasing the next big thing. Instead, we're focused on creating a system and strategy that supports a steady stream of sales by using Facebook ads, strategic email, and content that creates connection. A robust evergreen sales strategy needs a robust evergreen marketing strategy to give you that stability and growth you crave in your business. And that is exactly what we talk about every Tuesday here on the podcast. I'm Sophie, your guide on this journey, a tea enthusiast, marketing strategist, and specialist in demystifying the art of funnels, or as I love to call them, joyful journeys. My mission? To guide you in building a marketing ecosystem that tirelessly supports your business, ensuring growth without the endless hustle. Join me every Tuesday for a dose for my lion-hearted approach to marketing. We'll dive into practical strategies as well as have inspirational conversations that will support you to sustainable business growth and take your business to new heights with a calm confidence. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Lionhearted Marketing. Now, last week we covered all things Black Friday. This week I want to cover everything related to Christmas and we will be talking ads, obviously, all the ads but also just around the overall strategy around how you continue to sort of have that momentum in your business and get sales and not take too much of a massive hit on your income in December, whilst also accepting that it is a time of year where lots of us want to step back, recharge, we've got lots of other stuff going on with families, and it can feel like you want to sort of retreat a little bit from your business as well. So how can we like balance the two things and make sure we go into January feeling really good about our business? So normally we get to this time of year where we've had a real focus on November. It's a really, really big selling month. We've got Black Friday. Generally, there's kind of sales or, you know, new things going on. And there's quite an energy around. Then we get to December. And obviously, most people are starting to think about, okay, I've got a few weeks left of school. So my daughter's only actually at school for two weeks. For the first two weeks of December, she breaks up quite early this year. So I've only actually really got two weeks where... I've got kind of normal working hours. And even then, you know, I've got nativity plays and and all sorts to go to. So it's not really normal. I actually tend to find there's two camps of people when we get to this point. There are people who are really keen to keep pushing all the way through that energy and mantra around, you know, people are always buying. And it's absolutely true. There are always people buying. Don't let yourself believe that nobody buys in December. Mm -hmm. I tend to find there are two camps of people at this point. Now, I should just say as well, I'm mostly speaking to service businesses here because we absolutely know that for e-com businesses, those first two weeks of December are go, go, go. And it's all about kind of getting those big sales in before, you know, whether it's delivery or, you know, whatever it is, before your shutdown date of Christmas. So absolutely for e-com, I feel like the answer is yes, run ads. Yes, do all your sales. Yes, do everything you can to get those purchases in because it can be one of the biggest times of year in terms of generating revenue. So this episode is more aimed towards service businesses, where typically, you know, people are shifting their money towards more products, e-com, and maybe they don't have the time, maybe your energy or inclination to be investing more in services. Now, don't let yourself believe that nobody buys in December for services. It's absolutely not true. Like, I know a lot of clients who do really, really well in December, but there are some reasons for that. And that's what I kind of want to talk a little bit about today. 
what I tend to find is there's three camps, I think, when it comes to December for service businesses. The first are the people that are going to keep on pushing. They absolutely buy into, you know, people are always buying. They are here for that consistent revenue. They are going to keep going, keep selling. And just, yeah, just, I guess, really like but strong ambition and just really clear. I am going to keep going. I'm not going to slow down for Christmas, which works really well for them. The next camp is the people who are actively ready to slow down for Christmas. So they don't want to book sales calls in. They don't want to be pushing out lots of sales content. They are intentionally want to take time away from often from social media and even from the whole business as a whole. Just want to sort of take a little bit of time to reflect. I've tend to, I often fall into this camp actually like for me December is a month of hibernation it's a month of reflection it's a month of kind of restoring my energy before the new year in January and that can work you know and that's often how I choose to kind of frame December for me and my business now either of those two approaches obviously is absolutely fine whatever works for you is really fine and I'm not here to tell you like how to approach your December if you want to hibernate absolutely hibernate like and if you want to push for sales keep pushing for sales great now, the third camp are the ones where I would say, maybe have a think about how you're doing it. And these are the people that just drift and they don't have a plan and they get to the end of November and it's like, oh God, okay, well, now it's December and I've got a lot on my plate and oh, um, well, I'm selling something in January, so I should probably try and keep going up with social media and put a lot of pressure on yourself to keep posting on social media. You're not really giving yourself permission to step away from the business, to stop posting. You haven't got anything else in place to make sure people are still coming into your world. So you still feel like you need to be visible and present and active. You also don't want your income to drop off. So maybe you're trying to sell something still, you know, try and get a quick masterclass in before the kids break up so that you can sell your program in, in January. Maybe you launch an, launch an early bird offer on a whim because you're like, oh, maybe I could do a discount and get some people in before January. So it's that real energy of like, I'm not really sure what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, but I just know I need to still be here and I still need to be present. Otherwise, my income is just going to drop off a cliff and I can't have that because it's one of the most expensive months of the year. You can feel the energy, right? It feels different. For those people, I would just say for this year, just think about like, is there some really small things that you can put in place with intention? So can you give yourself permission to post less on social media, but make the posts you put out like really thought through and impactful? Is there one thing that you can try and sell that's quite low energy and you know that your, your audience are interested in? Like, what can you do to, to have more intention around your December? Because I think once you have the intention, often things fall into place. And then when you do stop and take time off from your business, you actually do relax and rest. You don't have half a mind on your business thinking, oh God, I should really be doing that. I should really be doing that. And the same, like if you try and half sell stuff, it's not really going to work and then it's not going to make the sales and it's frustrating. So I would say try and be in one camp or the other. Try and be in actively engaging in your business or, you know, kind of having some level of hibernation. There's obviously a midpoint where you're still in your business. You're not, you know, selling loads, but you're also not hibernating. But again, it's like, it's that active choice, isn't it? Like, what am I going to give myself permission to do what am I actively going to do rather than just drifting along and getting to December or you know, getting to Christmas and just feeling a little bit you know, run down, burnt out and disappointed with how the business has kind of gone. So for me, December is about intention. OK, and with my clients, what I tend to do is break it down into three periods. There's the three weeks before Christmas. And arguably, there's even two periods within that because it's like before the kids break up and after the kids break up. But let's just say there's three weeks before Christmas roughly. There's one week 
between Christmas and New Year. And then you've got after New Year, you've kind of got January slowly kicking in. So you've got before, during, which is that week between Christmas and New Year, and then after. And for me, those are three very distinct periods because I would be using different strategies in each one. Now, this isn't to say that you're going to have to be, you know, working on Christmas Day, that you need to be, you know, sorting out your ads between Christmas and New Year. It absolutely doesn't. And I'm going to talk you through what my experience of each of those periods are, what I do with my clients, how we approach it, and then what I think for me makes the difference specifically with ads on whether they work or not over this period and whether it's worth you spending your money on them. Because that's the that's people's biggest worry often. It's like, should I really spend money on ads over Christmas? Is it going to be really expensive? I don't really want to have to keep checking them over Christmas. Like what happens if the costs go really high? I don't really want to be engaging in, you know, people, lots of people DMing me or sales calls. How do I manage it so that my business doesn't stop and my ads are still effective, but and I'm ready for January. But I'm also not feeling like I'm having to be on and working when I don't want to be. So let's start with before Christmas. So that's roughly the first three weeks of December. Now, the first thing I would say is, and this is something I've been talking to my clients, and actually we've been talking a lot about in Ignite, which is my um, group program with uh, messaging mentor Colette Macbeth. So we have a group, joint group program. She does the messaging and I do the ads. What's been really interesting when we've been looking at our clients in the group and their messaging is how both her and I naturally use seasonality quite a lot in our marketing. So some people have come into Ignite with pre-written sort of email campaigns that last a whole year. So like a nurture sequence that lasts a whole year and social media posts that are regenerated. So you put them into this like special software, you can you know, put in a load of social media posts and then they're just repurposed over and over again, kind of on your social media. Or, you know, you're batching uh, social media content like well, well in advance so that it's like done and dusted and out the way. And like one, let's say podcast would generate five different posts and then they're just scheduled for the next few months. Now, all of that like in themselves aren't a massive issue. However, what I would say is connecting with people with where they are right now is so important. Like a lot of points in the year, this isn't going to change massively. So the difference between like March and June probably isn't huge for a lot of people. You might want to mention like school summer holidays or, you know, going into summer or, you know, but there's just not a huge amount of seasonal context. This time of year, the seasonal context can make a huge difference. The difference of how people are feeling, how your clients are feeling in March versus now is probably really, really different. You know, that feeling of, I, I, and I've talked a lot about it in this episode, like how we're all feeling that right now about our business, about our life, about our finances, about our energy levels is quite different to other months of the year. So for me, seasonality for your ads in December is really, really important. So first of all, can you have a look at what you're running already? And this really applies to organic content as well. This is not just about ads and your emails as well. Can you have a look at your messaging and can you tweak what you've got to, to talk to people where they're at right now? So for example, let's say you had 10 foods that are going to help your fertility, okay? And that's a really good lead magnet and you know your potential clients really buy into it because they actively want to support their fertility, they're interested in health and food and how they can kind of do things to support their fertility, let's say. At this time of year, people are going to be eating and drinking different things. And the likelihood is, and I can talk about this from personal experience as well, 
that actually can create quite a lot of conflict for someone who really wants to get pregnant, really wants to be active and take control and support their fertility with these, you know, superfoods or foods that support your fertility. But this time of year, that can create a real conflict, like an inner conflict. Like, I actually still want to go out and have, you know, mulled wine and big Christmas dinners and puddings and eat Ferrero Rochers and and often the foods that support your, your fertility are foods that do not have high amounts of processed sugar. So are we going to continue to promote the lead magnet that is like, no, you know, these are the foods that are going to help you get pregnant. And, you know, if you're not eating them or you're eating loads of sugar, well, you're going to impact your fertility. So, you know, that's just your choice. It, you know, how do you want to enjoy Christmas or do you want to get pregnant? You could take that road or could you find something that is more empathetic and aligned to the kind of clients that you want to get and could you adapt that to say something like well 10 ways to still enjoy Christmas while eating fertility boosting foods okay and what you might do is it might be a case of taking these amazing you know, foods and finding you know, recipes or ways you could include them into like yummy Christmas food or even think you know way of minimizing the impact of the sugar like eating protein with the sugar or like whatever it is so really thinking about how can I make this relevant to where my people are right now, not just in their fertility journey, but in this season of the year, because that is what's going to get people's attention. That's what's going to break through all the other generic, you know, copy that they see. Like maybe, you know, the other things they're seeing is like, you know, fertility guide or yeah, this like five foods you mustn't eat if you want to get pregnant you know, I know which one I would be picking up. I would be picking up the one that is like, okay, how can I enjoy Christmas when I've already got quite a lot of emotions, you know, linked to the fact that I'm not pregnant at Christmas and still eat the foods that I want, but still support my fertility so that I'm not having to start from scratch again in January. That is a much more powerful message. Now, again, like you might only run that ad and that lead magnet for, you know, four to six weeks every year. But if it works really well, if it captured your ideal client and it's the, you know, and that's that ad that you can tuck away, you know, test it now, use it now, and then tuck away for next year, knowing you can come back to it again. You know, at different points of the year, you can then start to build up these little seasonal ads and resources that you've created that you can then come back to over time. So it's not a case of just creating something for the next three weeks and then never using it again. Actually, this is, if you're thinking for me, like ads are all about long term safety, momentum building you know, you're going to start working in annual cycles as well, because you're going to be running ads a lot more frequently. So that's what I would say. Really have a think about for the first few weeks of December, is there anything you can do? Even if you don't tweak the lead magnet, can you just tweak the hook on your ad? Okay. So when you're looking at your ad, and I would highly, highly recommend, I'm actually going to do um, an episode on this soon, I think. I use ChatGTP a lot for my ad copy and for my clients' ad copies and I, in my training with clients, because it's incredibly powerful when you need to take what you've already written. So you've got your tone, you've got you, it's all about you. And just get some different ideas about how can I position this slightly differently? How can I change this hook? It's really, really good. And often it's not the final product that you'll get, but it's great at repositioning it. So what you could do is copy and paste your current ad copy for your, if you're running lead ads, pop it into chat DPT, give, you can, you know, tell it, this is my current ad copy. These are my ideal clients. This is the type of person I'm looking for. This is, you know, you can use my tone below. Uh, something like, you know, keep the tone and style of the ad copy below. But can you make it relevant to Christmas in the UK? And I say that 
but be quite specific about where you're targeting your clients because it's American by default and it will use American references, American spellings and American Americanisms. And as soon as you tell it that your clients are in the UK, it's actually very good at, I mean, it it can be a little bit over the top, like an exaggerated, awful English accent, you know, that Americans put on. It can be a little bit like that. And suddenly it'll start like referring to the bustling streets of London. And it's like, okay, we don't need to get that graphic. But it's generally quite good at making sure then that the references and the words at least are British. So pop it into chat GPT and just ask it if it can come up with a variation of this ad copy that is relevant for my clients at Christmas. And it should at least give you some ideas on how you could maybe tweak the hook, the first line of the copy to get people interested at this time of year. So that's what I would be doing beforehand, just having a look and seeing if you can make sure that you are incredibly relevant. I'd also be tracking the stats, the cost per lead, definitely. So how much is it costing you? The cost to reach a thousand people. So that's the CPM. That that might start to go up at this time of year. We talked a bit about that in Black Friday. It's likely to be higher in December as well, just because there's a lot of competition. And then also your click-through rates as well. That might start to go down as people see more and more ads and are maybe less and less engaged in things that aren't related to Christmas. So just keep an eye on it. Now, there's no hard pause. There's no point where I'd say, right, if your lead cost gets to this, turn it off. Or if your CPM gets to this, turn it off. It's, it's about what your benchmark is. It's about what you're used to, what you're willing to tolerate and whether you still feel like you're kind of getting enough from the ads for your budget. And you might want, you probably will get to a point where you want to pause them. And if you are seeing changes in those numbers and you'll get to a point where you feel uncomfortable, then absolutely turn them off. Like turn the ads off. It'll probably get, you know, at least like that week before Christmas maybe. And use your budget for January. I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute, but you might just want to get to a point where okay, these are too much. This isn't feeling comfortable for me. This doesn't feel like I'm getting enough leads for the budget I'm spending. I know I can get more than this normally. So I'm going to pause the ads. But definitely track the data because not everybody will have that. Not everybody's cost per lead will go up. Not everybody's PM will rise and not everyone's click-through rate will go down. Okay, it's very much dependent on the audience you're targeting, how good your messaging is and what your ideal clients are doing at this time of year. So keep an eye on it. And my encouragement is to you, you can decrease the budget if that ha- if that's helpful, if you don't want to spend so much of them when you're at this time of year, if you're not getting quite the same results. But if you can, and if they're still performing well, like there's no reason to turn them off if they're performing well. Like it's great to carry them on. Like if you want to spend less time posting on social media, being on stories, you know, if you want to decrease the amount of time you're on social media, then having your ads running is amazing. And it might even be that, you know, your costs go up and you're quite happy with that because you're quite happy to spend less time on social media and kind of pay for Facebook to be there instead of you, if you like. So I would really kind of consider that assumption that a lot of people have like, oh, I will have to turn my ads off. Like you don't have to turn your ads off. If they're working for you, then keep them going. And the last thing I want to say about this period before Christmas is it is three weeks, like it is the majority of the month. It can feel like Christmas takes up the whole month. I totally get that. And but if you're launching in January, if you sort of turn off your ads, you know, withdraw from social media and kind of really hibernate, which I totally get that inclination to do, you're going to get to January. And if you have a launch and you have basically kind of abandoned your business for a month, It's going to be much slower and much harder to build up that momentum, get those people engaged again, 
you're going to have a lot of competition because you know January is a really big month to launch lots and lots of different programs and services. So if you can, my personal view is to continue growing your audience and engagement over December, even if it is just, you know, decreasing your budget for your ads, you know, running them at slightly lower cost, but keep them running as long as they're working well, because it's going to pay off hugely in January. Would I use direct sales ads in Christmas for services? I don't know. Again, it really depends on the business and it depends on what you're selling. Generally, I would say no. We often decrease the direct sales ads quite a lot during December. There's a huge amount of competition from e-com businesses. And generally speaking, I do tend to find there is a point where people are, Christmas becomes a bit of like a blocker in their head and they can't even really think to January. So if you're running a pre-sale or a wait list or something before the January launch, then I would just really focus on nurture, engagement, um, building excitement, building suspense, you know, for the launch. So you could do like a flash, you know, 48 hour pre-sale or something in December, but I wouldn't try and consist, you know, sell, sell, sell all through December and then kind of get to January and almost feel like you've run out of a bit of steam and, you know, you've used all your messaging and you just feel like, oh my God, I feel like I've been talking about this forever. Generally, out speaking, my clients tend to focus on nurturing audience growth and engagement during December. Okay, so let's move on to, should I be running on Christmas Day? Like, who wants to be downloading my lead magnet on Christmas Day, for goodness sake? Maybe I should just turn them off and save myself the budget. And I totally get that mentality. And I think, you know, if you've turned your ads off like the week before Christmas or the costs have gone up or you've decided that like you don't, you want to save your budget, totally get that. So your ads are already off. If your ads are on and they're running well, I generally wouldn't turn them off on Christmas Day just for a day. Unless there's something within your ads that's going to be controversial on Christmas Day or is it's going to be like, you know, if people are scrolling, they're going to think, oh my God, I can't believe I'm seeing that on Christmas Day. I actually really can't think of any examples. I think, you know, bigger companies maybe need to be a little bit more aware of this, politicians, you know, stuff like that where people don't want to be seen to be, you know, taking advantage of the Christmas period, things like that. But honestly, I don't think it applies to most small businesses. Most people will still expect to see ads in their feed on Christmas Day. They don't expect them to stop. So I wouldn't turn them off for one day. Actually, what you might find is your ads still do quite well because lots of people spend a lot more time on their phone. A lot of e-com businesses do stop their ads over the Christmas period, that this kind of during period, because either they're not, this is more of the smaller businesses, either they're not, you know, going to be sending out anything or they know that basically nothing can get there in time. Some of the bigger businesses will already be going on to their January or post-Christmas sales if they haven't started already before Christmas. But generally speaking, you might find there's less competition on Christmas Day. And actually, a lot of people don't celebrate Christmas in this sort of way that we often imagine in our head, where it's all this amazing family and big family Christmases and everyone's totally immersed in each other and and what they're doing for Christmas. Obviously, lots of people will, but there will be a lot of people that are on their own, that are, you know, have periods of the day where they are just kind of spending it quite normally. And they might be on their phone. They probably will be on their phone because there's not much else to do at Christmas Day. I actually have found in the past this period between Christmas and New Year has been incredible for low lead costs. Like the amount of time people must spend on their phones between Christmas and New Year during that, what's it called? Betwixtmas is incredible. And I have found that it's a brilliant time to grow my email list. And people really seem to 
be starting to get their head into like, oh, okay, I'm going to start thinking about like the new year and my business and what I'm going to be doing. And also often, because historically I have worked with um, parent and baby brands a lot as well. And parents as well have a lot, often think about like, you know, what am I going to be doing in January or what do the kids need? And how am I, right, this is the year where we're finally going to sort out, you know, behavior issues or like whatever it is, whatever you help people with. So I actually would say if you've got ads that are running well, that are, and you're comfortable just to kind of turn them on without feeling like you're going to need to keep checking them every five minutes, then I would try and have them on, especially lead ads between Christmas and New Year. You can turn them on on Boxing Day or the day after Boxing Day. I don't think that's going to make you know a massive difference. If you can turn them on on Boxing Day, great. If it's you know the day after, because you just really don't want to be on your phone over those days, totally fine. But yes, I actually would. If you've got ads that are running well, I would have them running between Christmas and New Year. It's a really great time for audience growth and engagement as well. If you've created any content, again, that has this messaging, how people are feeling at this time of year, have a think, like how are people feeling, your clients feeling between Christmas and New Year? Is there any content that you could create and schedule or maybe put out as engagement ads and, you know, make sure that your audience are seeing them and seeing that you understand how they're feeling right now and that you can help, you know, so they start to have that seed planted that you can help them in the new year. So that should answer most of your questions, I think, between Christmas and New Year. And then finally, we're looking at after. So after Christmas, so we get to New Year, it's New Year's Day. I think this year as an New Year's Day, maybe it's, I don't know, it's like a Sunday, Monday. So I think there's like a bank holiday on the Monday this year. So the likelihood it will be a little bit of a slow start to the year. Kids will start going back to school. And I tend to find for ads, it can be a bit of a mix. So costs can stay a little bit higher into the early New Year. And then they tend to really drop off, actually. So like January can be a really, really strong month for lead gen. Often, you know, it's, that, it's a bit like September, everybody's launching. And, and with everybody launching, yes, there's often more competition. But also there is more people are primed to, to sort of look for, right, you know, what program am I going to do? What support do I need? What am I going to join? So there's often then more people buying as well. And again, the key is to keep your messaging on point. Be specific, be relevant, be seasonal, because January, again, is quite a unique time of year and you don't still want to be running that lead ad, you know, that we talked about, about the, you know, ways you can still enjoy your favourite foods over the festive period. Like, that's not going to work in January, is it? Because nobody really feels that January is, you know, the festive period. Maybe it's, I would be thinking about something about, you know, what January known for, like, God, curling up, cosy and kind of nutritious food, like how, I don't know, batch cooking, like that's the kind of vibe I would be going with. You know, how can you use these 10 superfoods in to batch cook three meals so you've, you know, always got healthy food on hand or something like that. That's obviously not the title I would use, but you know, that's the sort of themes I guess I would be going with for that kind of client that I spoke about before. And just being sensitive as well to, and if you are running a program, you and if you are doing a launch, then absolutely you can get those, those sales ads back up. Or, you know, maybe you're promoting a masterclass if you're doing that to kind of launch your program. Uh, thinking about how you can, you know, get all of this audience growth and new people that have joined your list over Christmas. How can you kind of engage them, make sure they're seeing your content, so get those engagement ads back on and, and get them to like a workshop or masterclass or something so that you can, you know, help them see what you do, how you do it and how you can help them. Workshop and masterclass ads um, can run really really well in January as well so just thinking about how you can kind of get people signed up to that with and again like just think about what your masterclass is like 
you might have one that you kind of roll out a few times a year, but how can you put a twist on it? How can you make it really relevant, really specific so that people really see themselves and where they're at at this time of year in your messaging and in your, in your ads and in your everything you're kind of producing? So that's where I would be looking. So yeah, once you get into mid-January, you're kind of having that full funnel back up and running again. So your lead ads, your engagement ads, and then any you know, sales ads, if you are running those, if you have a local product or you want to get people uh, signed up to your program. I hope that helps. I, as always, absolutely love chatting about these sorts of things over on Instagram. I'll be posting lots more content about Christmas over the next few weeks. So if you want some more tips and advice, make sure you come over and follow me. And if you're listening to this live, I am also in the last few days of my Black Friday offer, which is my Audience Builder course, which is a step-by-step, really simple course to help you set up three types of campaign that can totally change your business. This is the three campaigns we set up are video views to help you get more views and engagement on your reels, engagement ads to help you get more comments, likes, and people following you. And the impact of those three different types of campaigns is that you build this warm audience of people that are always in your world so that when you are launching something like in January, you know, if you go out again a few months later, you're not still talking to the same people. You've brought more people in, you've nurtured them, you've engaged with them and they know and they're then almost ready to buy. So it's about creating this warm audience of people who are always kind of getting ready to buy from you, which will help you create a sustainable business that feels like it's got momentum. That's what the course is. I am running a live version in um, January for six weeks and you can get it now for the Black Friday price of just £247, which is an incredible bargain because my one-to-one clients pay over £3,000 minimum to work with me. So to be able to set your ads up, get everything ready to go and then get my eyes and feedback and support with running them. It's an incredible offer and I'm so, so excited to get started in January. The offer ends at midnight on the 30th of November. So make sure you click the link in the show notes to go over and um, join us now. I will be back next week and I will see you then. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today. Before you dash off, I have a small but mighty favor to ask. If you could hit the subscribe button, you'll get new episodes delivered straight to you every Tuesday morning. And if this episode struck a chord with you, I'd be over the moon if you could take a moment to rate, subscribe and leave a review. Your words not only brighten my day, but they're the magic that helps the others discover our Lionhearted community. Again, thank you so much for spending your time with me, Sophie, here at Lionhearted Marketing. See you next week.